right, here we go. Uh, How He Sees It, episode 21. We're doing Orville, uh, season two, episodes one, two, and three. Um, I'm your host, Noah, and my my perfect co-host there is Steve. Say I'm, hi, Steve. I'm your perfect co-host. Is that what you say? <laughs> You're the normal, yeah. normal host. I'm the normal I'm one. Perfect co-host, yeah. So you yeah. say it's episode 21. That means uh, we're leaving. Episode 21. Yes, we are. Yeah, we can actually drink on these episodes now. Not like we uh, haven't been before, but uh, yeah, no, that's cool. Um, yeah, no, I'm I'm kind of kind of cool that we've gotten this far. I mean, it, this all started out as just kind of fun and what we wanted to do, and we sit around and bullshit and talk about stuff, and we're like, oh, we should do this on a podcast, and then next thing you know, we're doing it. So I think we've had pretty good success with the uh, remote podcast too. I was a little concerned when the 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 uh, you know yeah. shelter in place happened, and I didn't know how the technology was going to work, but. But our recordings have—I think they've been sounding pretty good. And I mean, over the yeah. over the uh, network, because sometimes you get into those Zoom meetings, and you know, oh yeah, the, the interference and all, the the latency—it just makes them horrible yeah. to listen to listen to. Well, it's I, interesting. I've uh, I've actually listened to a couple podcasts that are are uh, almost always done uh, remotely. Matter of fact, there's one. Um, it's uh, Lex and Matt's uh, excellent adventure, and uh, one of them lives in Chicago, and the other lives in Florida, and they do a weekly. <laughs> did you hear that? I did, did hear yeah. that. Yes. Yeah, my daughter in the background throwing <laughs> shit around, trying to make some dinner. <laughs> Anyways, they do their podcast uh, remotely uh, on Discord. Uh, uh, I think is what I, I asked them. I actually asked asked on uh, Discord, Lex. Yeah. Yeah, I actually asked her. I'm like, "How do you guys do it? Because your guys sounds great, and that's one of the things I've been always concerned with is making sure that the audio sounds good." So, um, yeah, so she yeah, they've always done theirs, and they're in their 60s, 70s. So, really cool content. Kind of, well, we're using it, Discord, you know. and that's what my son recommended for the the what what he he does a lot of a lot of the online chatting and stuff. Not necessarily. I think they said Discord. Maybe they, maybe they said something else, and that's what, and but you said Discord, so we gave that a try. Yeah. I was trying to think what the other one was, but anyways, yeah, they they do theirs as remote, and there's a lot of other people doing them remote now too. And so, um, when you find one that's doing it with good audio, it's kind of one of those. It's like okay, it, it's possible, you know. It's kind of cool to do them in person because you get that that extra interaction. But this works out. I mean, we're seeing each other through video, so we're getting the interaction. So it's it's almost right. the same. Right. Cool. All righty. So, um, you know, want you want to jump right into these episodes? Uh, yes. All right. Um, hey, you know what? Well, let's, let's start with the trailer. Uh, just, oh just, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're going to talk about the episodes, but what do you do before you, you watch an episode? You watch a trailer for something. And this is a trailer I saw, uh, just a couple days ago and, uh, you have not seen it yet, but I got it no, queued I up and I thought it might be good for, to get, to, to just see your reaction yeah, on, it, on it, on it too. Okay. Uh, this is a, this is a new Russell Crowe movie, um, that, uh, is coming out. It's actually it looks sounds like it's hitting the theaters uh, towards uh, the end of summer, maybe August. So we'll if, see if, how that if goes. they're all open. Well, yeah, yeah, we'll see how that goes down. So I'm gonna play right. it so that everyone can hear it while we're watching it. Uh, you're gonna have okay. to play it on your on your screen while I go. So you about okay, ready? You to, I'm gonna, me, yeah. Tell I'm me when. I'm hitting play now. <laughs> okay. Honking the horn, getting upset, little uh, road rage. Sorry. 
type is, young man? Sounds like this. It's light. It's friendly. I'm sure that's what your mom meant to do. No, it's not. Mom! Huh? Having a kind of a hard time lately. I'm sorry. Oh. Yeah, it's going bad. Accept my apology. <laughs> Just well, if you could just do the same, we could press reset. I don't have anything to apologize for. Well, he put on some weight for this one, didn't he? Can you go, please? Ma'am, are you okay? I'm pretty sure the guy in that truck's following me. He's road raging. <laughs> Why don't you just chill, man? Go your own way. Oh. Now, I felt like doing this really a couple times. Yeah. Just... <laughs> but you're going to find out. Well, he's really got to That man stole my phone. Oh, shit. Stole my phone. Andy? I'm sitting here. I'm waiting for you. Uh, whose phone is this? I'm right across from your friend. Hey, listen okay. to me. Uh, he's not a friend, okay? He's a psycho who came after me today. This is where your first lesson begins. Give me my phone. Oh, Put him back on this goddamn phone! No, I can't do that. Yeah, he's unhinged for sure. What do you want? I need you to learn what a bad day really is. I need you to learn how to see. He looks like John Goodman. Man, you're gonna oh. learn. Through violence and retribution. Sounds like you're waking up. I'm wide awake. You better bring your A game. Whoa. You're gonna need it. Sorry to all the people out there that are uh, <laughs> silent. Yeah. Oh fuck! <laughs> oh damn. Okay. All right. Well, okay, so if uh, you guys want to pause that and go check that out so you know what the heck we're going to be talking about here for a second or two, um, that was Unhinged with Russell Crowe, who looks like he ate the old Russell Crowe. <laughs> he ate John Goodman. like. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. I mean, I, I kind of want, like, I can't see someone putting on the weight. Like, there's no reason for him to be that big in that role. So did they say put on the weight, or did you think he was just, like, coming out of quarantine and we're like, hey, uh, this is where I'm at. You guys good with that? Oh, I'm sure they shot this before quarantine. So <laughs> I was making um, a joke there, but you know what I mean? <laughs> right. um, I don't think he would have put on the weight for the role. He's he's more recently been a much bigger guy. So I think, I think he just, yeah, just kind of straight. Yeah. Could have fit the role, but uh, I mean, it, it does. It, it definitely is. Okay. So uh, what I get out of that is it, it starts with uh, him getting a little pissed off because the girl honks at him, you know, a little rudely, whatever, you know, uh, and then, you know, I guess trying to be, I, I don't know, to me, it sounds like he, like he's that Southern guy, like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm just going to teach you a little lesson, you know, but uh, he just, you know, she, she doesn't, she's not having it. She's, you know, gets rude back with him and he just can't handle that and, and goes ape shit. It, it reminded me at first of uh, the the movie, uh, what's, I think it's called Falling Down with um Michael Yeah, yeah. Douglas That's what from, I was just thinking. From back in the 90s. Or where he 80s. snaps. He yeah, snaps. where he's in LA. Although, in that, in that, he seems a little bit more, um, you know, you, you, you care a little bit more about it, about him. And, and this one, well, he doesn't, is, is definitely the, he uh, doesn't go after just any, or one person in that one. He just, he's just doing his thing and anybody that gets in his way and does something stupid or, or rude or, you know, comes at him, he comes at him harder. 
this one to me is yeah this is unhinged this is, you don't feel anything for this guy other than like what the fuck is wrong with him you know yeah you know they have that little gas station scene where the guy you know the guy's kind of standing up for the girl saying hey dude you know back off and he hits him with the truck you know? yeah oh shit yeah but yeah uh, well, at the end no, it looks over the police car fuck that was crazy <laughs> his pancake to the was, thing. uh that's more than pancake that just <laughs> that's flat out destroyed it it's like oh and then yeah. you just see him like the house burning it yeah um that's gonna trigger some people i can see that already uh yeah. some people are gonna or uh you know it 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 is definitely one of those ones where like you're trying to figure out how how that how do you win on that movie how how does <laughs> i mean she's gotta she's gotta turn flip it on him somehow you think hope i don't you know hope yeah yeah i'm sure they'll turn it into a to a win for her in the end or whatever you I, call yeah it. i hope or, um, or the sun or something but yeah that's crazy it looks i mean it looks good i'd watch it it's definitely going to be one of those ones where i'd be tense a lot of the time yeah um partially you think it's because too soon that's sort of uh, bringing something like that out right right at the tail end of uh, uh not, not <laughs> necessarily the shelter in place but all kind of the chaos that's happened because of it um uh, i don't think it'll trigger that i think it'd be more just people in general like for one a big big guy you know using his size and and dominance and and pushing a girl around woman yeah. you know she's got she's a woman she's got her so i think that's going to really trigger some people um as far as that'll go you know some some people have issue with that um I know. I, I mean, it doesn't matter when that comes out. People are, it's, it's, you're going to have the people that love it and you're going to have the people that hate it. And you're going to have the people that watch it for what it's supposed to be. And just a, it's, it's an entertainment. It's not supposed to mean anything. It's not, it's not saying, Oh, this is okay or nothing. It is what it is. It's like, this is what happens when people snap or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, well, and that's the other thing is we don't know. We don't know if they're going to give him any story in it. We don't know if any he's backstory. Just, yeah, what happened? Yeah, if he's just going to be crazy. Um, so yeah, it'd be kind of interesting. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'll it, watch that. I noticed in the trailer it said in theaters, which which we're not seeing that lately. Uh, so I don't know if they're taking a chance or. Well, we might not see that here in California. Last thing I heard, they're talking still another three months before the theaters open. Okay. Before before you know any kind of full uh release of the the stay-at-home orders but i, I mean, saw that in say, uh, la i didn't see that yeah well that. that's california to me i mean okay the, well, the thing well they're doing <clears throat> count i mean newson's let letting uh the counties uh, well counties override. are fighting back counties yeah, but, are starting to they are I, I just read on this today i was i was doing some reading and uh counties are starting to uh th there's a there's a like they're saying you have to meet these kind of uh you know parameters to get to get your area released and some of them are saying you know that's that's not even possible they're like we're we're just going to do what we're going to do and really and i think in a way um i think counties need to handle their own in a way on this one you know just like the states you know look to the federal for like guidance but they do their own thing counties should look to you know the governor governor of the Cal of the state for guidance but still kind of police their own because it's really what it's going to come down to. You know, the, the counties are going to have to, to um, enact whatever they decide to do. And so I think they need to, you know, like here, you know, in Sonoma County, they're saying there's only been four deaths and I mean, right. less than 400 total, you know? Yeah. It's like 330 uh, uh, known yeah. tested infections. And like 200 of them already, re you know, recovered. Yeah. So, and that's, I mean, that was that was when it all started and and you know everything so 
I'm can, for, we, I'm, I'm definitely sure for can. relaxing of, of, of this as long as they're kind of they, thoughtful things. They can in relax place. it and just, yeah, just uh, say, Hey, keep up the idea of the, the social distancing by six feet, you know, you know, be, be conscious of where you're at, wear masks. I, I don't have a problem. I hate wearing the fucking masks, yeah. but I don't have a problem with it. I think there needs as, to be some protections in place for people that uh, aren't, aren't ready to, to go out yet. Uh, you know, there might be some threats. Well, here's the thing is you don't have to. That's the thing is they can't force you to go out. So they can well, say they we're going to release say, it. You know, you're, you're going to lose your job. You're going to lose your benefits or something like that when they're offering those to other people. So they're, they're Oh, well, jobs, you know, that's also part of it, too, though. I mean, I think I, I think. Well, OK, so my job is is gone well into the, you know, the keeping distance, mask required yeah. and, and cleaning everything and stuff like that. I have a feeling most businesses will do that, especially businesses that are are having trouble and, and just trying to squeak by right now. They're like, hey, we'll let you open if you do these and, and they'll do it. And I don't see and I really don't see why small businesses can't be open if large businesses can. Because you're they're less likely to have a lot of people in a small business. Yeah. At the same time, than you are at like, I've been to Home Depot. You know, there's fucking people everywhere in there. It's, it's I mean, I've been in there when there's less people during without quarantine. I went. Uh, I had to get something for plumbing the other day, and there was, you know, I stood in a 15 minute line just to get in, and I got in, and there was someone, two, three, four people in every aisle, everywhere I went. So it, it's not like people are staying. Matter of fact, I think there's more people going there now. So if that's okay, then I don't understand why the others can't. So we'll see. But yeah, let's get back to some entertaining stuff instead of that crap. All right. <laughs> All right. So um, that was a new anyways, segment of our of, of our show, which was was trailer, and then that that of course led to uh, quarantine. Led to. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> well, yeah, it did. And, and we, we apologize for that. That was, that was my fault there. Um, so anyways, I want to get on with these. We're going to start with first episode. But before we get to that, like, I, I want to know, what are you drinking for this this podcast? Well, I, so so I'm actually not drinking anything alcoholic. I've got a I'm not, I'm, well, I, I've got a long drive tomorrow. I'm taking off okay. in the morning. I'll give I'm, you that I'm, one. I'm going down south to uh, check on my uh, my uh, family. I'm going to go go. I've got a social distanced um uh, appointment with my mother where I get to get to hang out with her for a Just little bring bit. some trash bags and a <laughs> snorkel. She, she's not letting me into the, into the house, but she says the bathroom. Really? Well, she's, uh, she's, uh, no, I, I guess I was, I was a little, little surprised, but I've been talking to her every, every, every week. She's doing well, but, but she's, uh, just high risk. So she's playing it safe. So she says the bathroom will be clean. She wants to see me. So we're going to go, you know, I'll be in the backyard. We'll probably, drink some wine or something like that, but uh, uh, well, I'll see how it goes. And, and, yeah. and, uh, and then Can't just take I'm a gonna, can of Lysol and shower yeah. in it before you and go. Then I'm going to go see my brother uh, for a couple days. We're going right. to uh, see how that can goes. Can you get the beer knowledge? Yeah. He's, uh, he's already scoping out some, some equipment for me and Mine's... they've got some places open there. So he oh, says sweet. a lot of stuff is uh, back ordered. So we'll see. Uh, but then I've also got the beverage people that open up on, uh, well, and I'm going to have my kit and, and Jeremy's going to have his kit. So we'll, we'll have plenty of, uh, items we can share essentially. Um, so yeah, that'd be good. So what I am drinking is some vitamin water and it's a, it's a, (laughs) it's a yellow, it's a yellow beverage. I was inspired by the, uh, the episode. Actually, it's the first episode that we'll, we'll talk about where, uh, where, where Bordas has to, has to release, 
<laughs> do his annual urination, great release. urination ritual. It's great release. Yeah. And so I was so thinking, got... oh, what's, what, what's, what's got to, what's going to make you piss. And that's, oh, that's nice. like, typically like more of an American lager, <laughs> your, your Coors, your Paps, your, gotcha. your Budweiser. And this oh, uh, at least visually uh, fit the bill. Um, I, I'm so not sure I'd want to visually drink something that reminds me of the, the annual release, but okay. I was just trying to fit something, something in. So that's what I thought. And I thought if I'm not going to oh, okay. actually drink anything tonight, then, then this'll, this'll, uh, fit the bill. So what are you drinking? Okay. Well, I actually have two, so this works out great. I'm, I'm going to cover both. Okay, you're making us. up for me. Yeah. So, yeah. So the first one, and, and I'll give you guys all the sound effects as I do this. The first one I wanted to do is, um, my favorite character in this in this whole show has has really been Lieutenant Alara, right? Um, she's always from the get go. I always liked her character. Something about her, just you know, she's the cute security officer. She just always had a really good thing. She always drinks a tequila shot. Usually, it's a <laughs> double soleil and tequila shot. So, even though I hate tequila, I got a tequila shot. Nice. <laughs> so. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a tequila shot for her and for, for everybody else. So let me let me get this. I get the oh, salt. Oh, look going. at you! You got the salt. You got the. I do. Lime. I got. I got. I do a lime off of our tree. This is the first lime off of our tree. Wow! The the very first lime I, that came off of our tree. When did you plant it? Like eight years ago. <laughs> <laughs> we've been like, what the fuck? It's probably more like six, but we've been like, what the hell's wrong with this lime tree? It is just never done. We got a lime tree next to a lemon tree. And the lime tree has just never given us anything until this year. We finally got limes, and uh, the the first three came off today. So I got I got limes. They're actually key lime, actually. They're little tiny guys, pretty good. All right, here we go. So I, it's salt, drink, lime, right? That's how long I've been. Uh, to the, I think so, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That sounds right. All right, here we go. So just for you guys at home and for Alara, here we go with the tequila shot. We don't snort it. No. <laughs> Oh God, I hate that stuff. <laughs> and I have a good reason not to like tequila. And if my cousin Tiffany, my friend Lori is listening to this, they'll know exactly why. Because uh -oh. they were there you know the that tequila night. story. <laughs> is it everybody? Oh, that's pretty good. I, like I don't. I don't. I've got another. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, what um it was uh close to when I was getting ready to go into the Coast Guard. I was living some, with some friends, and uh, we had a night where everybody was coming over, and uh, we had bottles of Ho Jose Cuervo, the little uh, 750 milliliter bottles. Well, somehow me and my cousin started greeting everybody that came in with shots. We had about 30 friends over, and we went through about three bottles. I think she stopped drinking them at one point, but I didn't, and I just was hammered beyond belief to the point where I was... I was so sick that I was laughing and enjoying it. That's how <laughs> sick I was. And if it wasn't for my cousin, Tiffany, and my friend, Lori, who were holding me up while I was being sick and laughing and joking and saying goodbye to people, I, I probably would have not walked most of that night. So that, that after that night, I've never been much into tequila. I could go into much more detail. But people How's the lime? The lime's actually really good. Yeah. I like it. It's got a little bit different taste than a normal line. It's like the key lime. It's a uh, trying to think of what the what the words would be to describe. It's kind of like a it's a different tanginess to it. Yeah. Okay. So really good though. Like it's more. It, it almost kind of is like a a lime lemon mix. Okay. Kind of like kind of like a sprite without the soda part. <laughs> right. It's a lemon. 
Isn't that what is that other thing? Their Sprite was the Lyman flavor. Isn't that one of their little thing? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't heard All that right. before. I like it. Okay. All right. So episode one of Orville season two. So we get right back into it with uh, the crew of uh, the Orville. And the episode name is uh, Dejala. Jaloja. Jaloja. That's it. That's right. Jaloja. Which is the 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 name of the the ceremony where the um Bordis is he he I guess they only pee once a year. And that's kind of how the episode starts. He comes up and he's like, uh sir, where are we at? And he's like, uh, we're going. Can we divert to uh Mockless? You know, because uh I have to have this ritual, uh, it's it's my time of the year to pee, kind of thing. And they're like looking at him like, What? And he's like, and and I want you all to watch. And they're all like, What? So yeah, it, it starts with a good comedy bit, you know. It does. It, it really opened up the uh, the show, the entire episode for little one liners that I thought they were a little restrained. They didn't go overboard, and they kept they they, they had some good had a couple good ones. Um, yeah. Um, but it, it it could have been a little overboard, but I thought yeah. they restrained it a little bit. That was good. So, and this was a like a two for episode two. So along with the lines of. Um, the the uh, Jaloja, um, there was uh, they were getting a new dark matter c- cartographer, I think is what the name is, and so they bring bring on this yeah. this hot chick, right? Janelle, Janelle Tyler. <laughs> yeah. So right off the bat, actually, I guess it's a threefer in a way, because right off the bat though, um, Malloy is like he wants to go out with her, so they they have the whole thing with him and there, there's well I I. Th- I counted five different things going on in this episode. And there might be more. Because I'm, they've got, I'm, I'm, you've got, uh, yeah, you've got Ed and Kelly having their, their deal. I was going to get uh, to that. Yeah. Gracias. Um, Gordon wants help dating. He likes yep. this Janelle, uh, girl. Yeah. Alara goes on a blind date with Dan. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and Claire's dealing with her, ki- her ki- kids, you know, parenting yeah, issues right. with, uh, with her son, Ty and his, uh, his best bud. So they kind of partnered partnered everybody up a little bit. Everybody had like little little stories inside this big story. Yeah, you know, the Jaloja, um, and, and uh, it, it kind of sets up the rest of the season for some stuff. Oh, does it? Because what I did read a little bit. I guess this was written by Seth McFarlane, and he wanted this episode to kind of reintroduce people to the cast. Right. Yeah. Uh, which and and you do that with a lot of different and so it focused more on characters, not as much on one single uh, idea like the other two episodes. Do. Right. Right. Yeah. So this this was a, this was a cool one. Um, one of the the interesting things is, and I didn't catch this until I started looking into it. Uh, the bartender. Did you did you did you notice who or even look and figure out who that was? I the bartender. The, there was something it. about his mouth that caught my attention today when I was rewatching a little bit of it, but I didn't, I didn't look into who it was. Yeah. So the name of the bartender is Olix and he, and he has quite a bit of part in this one and maybe one more later. Um, it's Jason Alexander. Oh, is it? Yeah. So I was, I was like, damn, I know that voice and I'm trying to figure it out. So I found it out. And then uh, there's also a scene where Alara is in the restaurant and the, and the waiter's talking to him and that guy's a uh, Mosca. That's a Will Sasso. So they're having is. all, uh, he's, um, God, I'm trying, he's a comedian. He okay. was on a lot of, um, like SNL, not SNL, but, um, like more like the Fox, uh, where they did the, um, oh God, what was the name of the, he was on, um, 
Oh, geez. It was like Married a comedy skit show. No, no, it was a comedy skit show. Um, in Living um, Color? Like I think, it, yeah, it might have been in Living Color. Or there okay. was one other one similar to that. But he's been in a lot of stuff. He <laughs> Recently, he was in, um, uh, they did, redid the um, Three Stooges. Or actually, it's not recently, but it was like 2012. He played Curly. Mm, okay. So he, he's got, he's the big bald guy. Um, he's been in a lot of stuff. I mean, he's, he's one of those kind of actors when you see him, he's just a funny guy, but, uh, it was one of those, I, I picked his voice up too. And I was like, oh man, uh, just all these different guest stars and stuff like that, that are, are hiding in these, these alien outfits. I thought was, kind I'm going to have to rewatch that beginning and, uh, to check out Jason Alexander though. Cause yeah. Well, I mean, he's a big actor too, to, yeah. to do that. I thought that was kind of funny. Um, so that, that, that's, that was another cool thing. And apparently he was in a different Star Trek before he was, uh, he made an appearance on Voyager. Of course, uh, he's just coated in, in, um, makeup and prosthetics. So you yeah. Don't, yeah. You don't he, notice. He looks kind of like a, like a, uh, a mix, or I'm trying to think like a, uh, not, not a, a rhinoceros. Uh, I was going to say uh, rhinoceros. Does he have a horn or something? Or Yeah. Yeah. He has two horns, but he looks like, um, like one of those lizard, uh, the, People have the horny toad dragon things, or they're the personal lizards. I don't know. I'm Cardass- missing the name. The car- car- what, is Cardassian? Cardassian. <laughs> what do they? What do they call the the? <laughs> he looks like a Cardassian. <laughs> what are the What are the ones from Deep Space Nine? What are those called? Oh, I don't know. I didn't watch that one. <laughs> the Cardassian. Laughing, but I could be close. I could be really close on that. I just think it's funny, the Cardassian. <laughs> He looks like a card. <laughs> now I want to look. Okay. Um, card. Anyways, yeah. So he's on there, and they they're getting some guest stars, and there's some more later on too. And I thought that was cool. Yeah, I think Cardassians. it's Cardassians. It's the Cardassian. That is that, actually, yeah, might and, be. That's probably right, but I just think it's funny. Kardashian. I know, and this in that they <laughs> the yeah Kardashians have kind of over overshadowed. Oh man, can they even? Well, I never watched use these never characters watched. anymore in Star Trek without getting. Uh, Without getting uh, sure. laughed they were, at, they were there first. They were there first. I think if I made a Star Trek, I would bring them back and I would make them a fucking joke. <laughs> I, wish, I hate the Kardashians. I'm not gonna lie. I can't stand those fucking people. They bug me. Anyways, you know, it's funny. You're, you're. We were. I was. I was talking up the uh, the audio quality, but uh, this episode, your audio oh, is kind of getting a little. It's it's getting a little uh, garbled at times too. Ah. So it might be. I, I'm recording on my end, so my audio is probably it, fine to the people lis- listening. It might, uh, it might be tequila. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, we'll blame the tequila. Okay, we'll blame, we'll blame the tequila. Um, yeah, so uh, this this episode has a bunch of little little stories. Uh, not really. I mean, the Jalojo is the big story, and, and there's nothing major with it. I mean, there's no big problems getting there. It's more or uh, less a setup for. Uh, people to kind of couple up in a way because it, it talks about being um, unlucky to to not have a plus one or whatever to go. That's true. Well, that's the he, he uh, when Bordis invites them to the ceremony, he says you can bring your mate, yeah. and and so that sets that up for a lot of different right. things. Alara goes on a blind date with Dan, which Who get, uh, he says that he 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 tells her a poem. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, oh, that just- was- Dan character, I mean, the Dan character's been there since season one. Yeah, right. He's yeah. the guy with the big head, and uh, yeah, the, it just—he's kind of like a goofy guy. And well, so it's, it's funny that they call him Dan too. They give these people just these <laughs> these regular names. It just—it's just amusing to hear that. 
Right. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's a cool episode where they really set up and then you have the whole thing with, um, uh, the doctor and her kids, you know, like the, it starts off with the the one older son brings home a friend and you just you can tell right when he walks in, you're like, oh, his friends are shit. Yeah. Like or even says anything. You got that out. You know, he's got that attitude. And it, and it turns out that's the case. Um, he you know, he ends up getting drunk with the kid. The kid like steals, you know, somehow forces a replicator to make alcohol for him and they get busted. But then the the other parents are like trying to blame her kids and. It, it turns into a whole thing and, and it sets up her and Isaac in this kind of relationship where she he's kind of observing her with her kids because that's you know what he's trying to do. But she really starts to respect him and 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 ex, and kind of like see him as more than just this robot. Well, know? he's able to, to take away his emotion when he validates uh, or when he when he kind of confronts the other parents who who are convinced that it's that it's Ty who's the the bad influence and then he just lays it out there without emotion just says nope this is the way it is and so he he backs up uh he backs up Ty and I think Claire appreciates that that kind yeah. of that third party outsider point of view uh that backs up her claim but it's a, it's a challenge when you're dealing with kids and and you're not you know as a parent you th- you think oh obviously think it's not my kid it. and they think obviously it's yeah. not their kid they kind of simplified it a little bit in this but both parents did that, but I think she took it as more like him not just being flat and blunt about it. You know, he brings the facts, but yeah. he brought them in her defense. And yeah. she sees, you can see that kind of little sparkle in her eye. Mm-hmm. And, and so it really kind of, and I mean, she ends the episode with, you know, I love you, Isaac. And I think gives her, you know, big hug and stuff like that. Yeah. There, so that was, the, the Ed was, you know, Ed did the, the stocking of uh, Cassius and, and, uh, <laughs> Kelly, you know, when you see the, the pod outside the window, I thought it was unintentional. That was totally unintentional. What? He, I mean, he, so he was just going for a joyride. He wasn't trying to stalk. He just happened to be out there when she was kissing. And that, you know, it was accidental in a sense, a little bit. You know, maybe. I don't buy that's, it. That's the way it was played out. I bought it. I bought it. I didn't it. buy that. No, I thought that. <laughs> maybe. I, I, but no, I didn't, I know, I didn't I, read I, it that I, way. <laughs> I did. Well, I, I thought it was kind of interesting at the end when Kelly was drinking the wine and and uh, listening to Journey and saying, telling Cassius, "This is why I love you," which is exactly the advice that yeah. that uh, Ed. Well, and yeah. Cassius. Um, well, that's. I mean, Ed turned around and, and was the nice guy and kind of you know gave the guy the benefit of the doubt and, and yeah. pulled back. But I, I mean, I do believe it was potentially innocent in his case of the spying, but okay. it set up the whole, you know, drama between them, which was, was perfect. I mean, that's what they needed. This one had an ending that was very, it was, a, it was a lot more ambiguous. Not nothing. They didn't really resolve everything. Things just kind of played out a little bit and, and, and had like minor resolutions, it, but not, well, no, it I liked start. that. I really liked that. I, um, there was an episode, it, what was it? Firestorm a couple, a couple ago, that I really liked the episode, but I thought the ending was too, too much buttoned up in a, in a nice yeah. bow when she just kind of, you know, has that smile in bed and, and, Oh, she's, she's much better now. I kind of sometimes prefer the, the more ambiguity in, in endings like this, that just kind of, you know, leave it a little bit more to the audience. Solve in this one. Basically it started off with like, Hey, I got to take a pee. This it's my year. And he <laughs> ends by taking a pee. I yeah. mean, an epic pee to that. 
the only thing I missed on that, and I was I was like, did they did they edit it? Because for some reason, I remember watching it the first time and actually remember seeing him stand up on the little like he's on a big, you know, mountain peak kind of you know standing out over the the mountains and stuff. And I could have swore before I saw a little stream, but they didn't show it this time. I I personally oh. think that would have been the best thing is like you know like just to have this like full on solid piss stream coming off of that i i mean you pee one time a year you might as well get this mighty fucking roar of a piss Although, i mean he yells and everybody yells with him i thought that was kind of funny but uh i i i was a little let down by that part i guess i thought this was um, a good yeah. first episode for the season to to get you back in with the characters and oh yeah no it wasn't it wasn't a deep cut in anything. It was more of a like, yeah, let's let's meet back. But it also had a lot of little things like, um, you know, it had the, you know, partnered up with, you know, first off, when we left uh, la the season one, it was uh, the captain and, and first officer uh, were kind of paid or close to it. So it all of a sudden kind of shift. And they they are are definitely more separated, and she's then she's dating someone else. So this isn't like oh episode two jumps in right after episode or season one um, stops. This is I, I have a feeling it's a little bit of time, especially when um, they get to I don't know if it's this episode or the next episode. I think it's the next episode where they show uh, Bordas's child, and he's you know he looks like he's four or five at least, maybe older at this point. And when he was an infant in the last season, yeah. so either they grow seriously fast, or but they never really talk about it. It okay. just ha it just happens. So, yeah. um, yeah, there was there was it, like I said, it was pretty pretty subtle. There, there was some really cool stuff. Um, I did like the stuff with um, like uh, John and and um, um, uh, Gordon trying to get him. You know, he's nervous about asking the girl out you know, the new, the new chick. And they, he, when he's, he gets them all set up with the jacket and it's got all the zippers on it. And I was like, that's pretty, you know, it's kind of a yeah, throwback. To he's like, yeah. He's like, when you, he's like, you think there's enough zipper? He's like, yeah, you always want to go one more zipper than you think is enough. <laughs> and then when he's like talking to him, he's not coming out really sly or nothing. He's like, yeah, we need to add another zipper on this. <laughs> kind of funny. Um, and then, well, I mean, then they have them go into the um, holodeck, right? Or the, what, they don't call it the holodeck. They call it something else. Environmental simulator. Well, yeah, but this, yeah, they, I think they just call it the simulator. But he goes in there and, and he gets them to do the kind of the the date part. <laughs> you know, he's, he's testing them with the girls and stuff like that. Right. And, and he sets, yeah, he sets the level down to, yeah. it's, it's, it's down to zero and then he brings it up to gets it up to 10 and yeah it's kind of funny but yeah so i think that was a pretty good it's a good starter episode yeah all right i i don't know there, i don't have much more on that one i i'm almost ready to jump into the next one let's jump into the next one yeah primal right, so urges yeah so now this one that was originally slated for season one too wasn't uh so oh was it yeah okay supposed to be like episode 11 or 12 of season one um uh, but interesting so yeah this now <laughs> now this is a crazy one because it's got all kinds of just just awkward shit just i mean <laughs> so the whole this, premise is that yeah go ahead is it bordis is uh not not aroused by his his husband anymore and so he's been going to the this not only has he been going to the simulator but he like gets out of work early to go 
and then tells his mate that he's like, yeah, I got to work late. So he's, he's been all his time and, and they go in and it's like, what was the first one? I can't, he, they show it like three or four different times. And it's like, uh, what was the, oh man. I know the second one was like, he's in a slave dungeon and the guy comes in. <laughs> He's like, if you want to get out of here, you know, you're going to have to do this. And he's like that and more. <laughs> yeah, and it's just crazy. Yeah. Um, God, I can't remember what the first one was. It was uh, it's not the doctor because the doctor was like the third one. There's another one. Anyways, so that's the whole thing with Bordis. Um, but what makes it even crazier is, is that like those two are arguing and and uh, his husband, Clyden, decides to get a divorce. And so. You know, you can see them fighting, you know, whatever. And he's laying in bed and he just fucking stabs him right in the heart. Right. You just, you, they kind of jump on that scene. He just drives the knife right in his heart. And you're like, what the? F-? So apparently that's how Bachlins normally divorce each other is they just kill the other one. I know. <laughs> yeah. And so, Bordis doesn't press charges though. So, uh, cause it's, yeah, so they, they go through all that. They deal with a lot of different stuff on that one. Which was kind of neat. I mean, they they did some pretty cool stuff with that, as far as like adding some depth to the their culture and you know adding their cultural stuff and dealing with that. But yeah, the most of this, and then well, then it comes over is um is they uh he 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 can't get enough, so he asked this guy to get him like an even more crazy uh pornographic holodeck you know thing which then adds to um which corrupts the 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 um ship yeah right virus creates virus in it which they know you know it's kind of funny i um they get through it right which becomes this dynamic thing and which really put brings the show to the end and and has all the the heartfelt part about is them the drama getting through that but they never go back and deal with okay, was this virus just an accident or was this an intentional plan by whoever, you know, programmed that thing, you know, like they kind of let, like you would think like, Hey, you, you put this illegal thing in here. It's a, we're going to investigate that more than they kind of did. You know? Yeah. That's kind of where I was like, "Mm." there's something, but I mean, there's some things you just got to give them a grain of salt with like, I guess, because I, I, to me, that was like that. That happened on any other Star Trek show, right? Th- that officer would no longer be there. Well, right. Went- I, I was a little at the end. What he they say? Oh, you you know you broke the rules, but but then you saved the or you, right. you showed great courage. So so it's a wash, and and that was really the right. end of it. It it does come across as a little uh, a little two dimensional the way they 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 dealt with this uh, episode. And, and man, it was awkward, you know, when they're trying to fight the virus at the end and, and all the, the, uh, the Mocklin people are, you know, you know, going up, you know, licking Isaac in the, in the, in the, in the, in the ear or whatever you call, call the side of his face. Uh, well, well, no, it was, uh, well, yeah, that was it before that it's, it's Lamar's in there with Dan and they're trying to do it before, before Isaac's even back <laughs> and, uh, Lamar's all like, I swear to God, I'm never looking at porn again. And then Dan's all, hi, I'm Dan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's fucking funny. The other one that got me is, I think they were talking about Isaac and uh, and uh, Grayson. I was like, what a, what a dick. And then Mercer's like, yeah, he's just a glorified speaking spell. Screw him. <laughs> <laughs> they were pretty uh, quick to sacrifice, what, 45 people on that uh, planet that's getting pulled into the... So, oh my God, 
God, uh, yeah. So watching the end of that, th- I had a problem with that too. That to me, I was like, I mean, I understand what they were trying to to say, you know, and trying to. Un- I, I kind of understand what they're doing, but really, like, why they? I I wish they would have done something different to to to. I don't know. Maybe maybe get one group off and like okay we we might be able to get back down there but we probably don't think it and have them try again and that's where the bravery came in you know like yeah have yeah them I try did, I, it, I, it seemed real cut and dry it's like oh we we don't have time anymore so we're gonna have a we're gonna have a vote and and everyone's happy yeah, and we go off and I didn't like that at all and I don't know what they were trying to do with that with that whole you have to you have to vote and you have to pick because they never really closured on it or anything either. Um, yeah. That was one of the few things in this that I, I was kind of like, oh, I'm not so sure about that. You know, that to me, I think they could have handled that one better, which is, which is, they don't have a lot of fails in this show like that, but that was one for me for sure that like, um, I really wish they would have handled that differently. Yeah. There's, there's, there should have been a little bit more nuance. The, the script should have, should have brought a few more things to light. Not, I mean, you could be faced with these sort of critical decisions at times, but it just seemed a little two dimensional how they, how they dealt with it. And, and everyone's, you know, very tempered response when, you know, right. Well, and like, nobody was like, population oh. is going to die. Yeah, they never dealt with that. And and so Isaac was part of it, but he really didn't do much. It was really a whole point to show Isaac or not Isaac, but uh, Bordas, how much his real family meant to him. And I'm like, man, you could have done that so much differently. Like, you know, maybe maybe it wasn't the whole maybe it was one or two people sacrifice or something. But, yeah, I, to, to have the half the people not make it or maybe even less than that, because then they, they had 75 and they could only get 30. Right. So more than half the people, and yeah, I was I was really bummed about that in in essence because I think they they had a fail in that one. Um, yeah, that, it was a weird. I mean, granted, they try they try and mix humor with some real life messages and do it in this. I I appreciate the risk they took with this episode. You know, bringing up you know porn addiction. In, in, <laughs> it's right. It's, you don't well, expect that in a. <laughs> but they cure it by medicine, right? She talks about you know, and he goes, she's in the doctor, he's in with the doctor, and like, yeah, we can give you this medicine, and that'll cure that. And I'm like, is that really the thing? Is is that really what it is? Oh my god, that doesn't make sense to me either. It's like, to me, the cure of it was is that he didn't. Well, I mean, he talked about it. He said uh, it really came down to that. He didn't find his mate attractive since the sex change of their child where he thought he could have fought more for it, which, yeah. you know, really was the gist of where he was. Now he's, yeah, he still had the drive to have sex or what did they call it? The, the sexual act. Uh, when, when, they were, when, uh, cause well, cause Clyden, he's like, yes, I want to have the sexual act or whatever. Every night he came home and he's like, no, no, I'm tired. I got to get up early knowing that he just, you're like, but it, the way they said it, it was very, they make him this, this new, the new Spock type type character, very, uh, non-emotional and very blunt. And, and, and so it was kind of one of those type things is, you know, it was kind of funny. I was like, just the way they did it. I thought it was interesting, but yeah, there was, all in all, if 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 I had to say there's one episode I don't ever see, need to see again, 
this would probably be it. Not and not that it any of it bugs me. It just there was nothing in it for me. Like I was like, mm. there was a few good jokes, but nothing like spectacular. Yeah, I'd agree with so, you. So yeah. Oh, it's the sexual event. That's what the they call it. Event. Okay. Yeah. We will share the sexual event. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I mean, it, other than it was just another episode. I, I mean, in, in general, I think season two is better than season one overall um, when we get through more of them. But this was one. Uh, oh, sorry. That I think it was probably kind of, you know, not, not the greatest. Yeah, well, I, let's I don't move have to much. Episode three, season two. Yeah, called oh my Home. God. All right, yeah, this and was this a, your, your favorite character. That yeah, this was a rough. This was a hard one, um, only because I I had seen it before and I knew what was coming. But yeah, this was kind of a hard one to watch again. Um, I mean, it's a great episode, so it's not hard to watch it in the content. It's hard to watch it because I know the ending uh-huh. and uh, and so it's like, like really crazy. So yeah, the premise on this one is um, it starts off. They uh, are once again on the mess deck and apparently they have this ritual where they have Isaac and Alara do a um, arm wrestle. Right. And, and I guess at the time she said that uh, Alara was uh, winning um, 16 to 14 number. or something like that. Yeah. Or something like that. And so they do it again and she ends up losing and it breaks her arm. And so she goes to the doctor and they find out that uh, her bones are becoming more brittle. She's losing her, her strength because um, she's getting um, used to the, the different uh, gravity and she's not used to, you know, where her world is. The, and so she, ha- uh, they, they basically figure out she needs to go home and do this gravity reintroduction recovery thing. And so, she goes home and we get a lot of insight into her personal, like why she was who she was and where she came from and, and uh, get her parents again, where, which we saw on, on the, the video com at one point and they were both, it's the doctor from um, deep. No, no, no doctor from Voyager. Right. Right. And then um, the mom was also a guest star on, I think, a Deep Space Nine episode at one point, which I believe she also played a medical <laughs> medical person. Um, so, yeah, then th- that that turns into a whole new thing, too. Um, wanted to bring up also that the fact that there's a, there's another character um, that is brought up because um, they get to her home and they go out to a, like a summer home or whatever, I think is or what they call house, it. Yeah. Yeah, beach house and and so they they have some neighbors come over and uh, the one guy turns out to be just this total psycho and trying to kill him the interesting thing is that guy was played by john uh bigsley who was also <laughs> another doctor in enterprise and, yeah yeah so uh there was a line uh where uh the dad was telling uh, uh, Mercer, he's like, uh, she's like, oh, uh, we can get her we back up on uh, Orville. You know, and he's like, we've got the best doctors here on the, you know, we got better doctors here. So they're saying it, it's kind of like because all of them played doctors and other <laughs> Star Trek things. It was kind of funny. So a little throughout to that. But, yeah, it's kind of cool that, you know, they had a bunch of uh, previous uh, Star Trek uh, guest stars or stars uh, in the Orville playing specific parts so that was kind of a cool thing you know when i was watching this episode 
you know, when you see different different races that are introduced, a lot of times they they project a certain type of human element of a human psyche uh, on on different races. And I was trying to figure out because what are these called? The Salayans? Is that right? Salayans, yeah. Salayans. Yeah. Um, you know, and they and they come across as a little pompous, a little full of themselves. And I wasn't sure if that was the race that they were trying to you know, create a race that was, that exhibited this, 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 uh, idea, or if it was just her family. And I, and they, they, you didn't see really enough people to get a feeling of that. I wasn't sure. That's interesting. I didn't think of it that way. I, I kind of figured it as, um, it, the whole race might be a little bit that way that they put, they, they're very, um, Vulcan like where they're, they're very, they see themselves smarter than every other race kind of thing. And, and even though Alara is very smart and she comes up with a lot of stuff on the Orville, I mean, she's thought of as a elite officer and stuff like that. Um, and she's the security officer because of her strength and stuff like that. She's still very intelligent or thought of as at least intelligent. And she's supposed to be dumb compared to, you know, the rest of her race, you know, like special needs almost to the point, you know, the way her dad talks about it and stuff like that. I wasn't sure. It almost seemed like they tried to to play that off like it might be, you know, the father's fault that she felt that way, you know, without the encouragement growing up. And, you know, when they're, when they're coming into the planet, which I thought was really beautiful when they're flying in, across the, across the trees and you see all the, the houses built into the side, you know, when they finally get to their house, it almost seems like it's perched up on the top, almost like they have a, a little extra status. So I, I was, yeah. 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 I mean, it, yeah, but I mean, well, the mom kind of bought into it a little bit and the sister was, you know, also very smart and, you know, and she kind of even mentioned, you know, don't let your whatever. So yeah, I mean, it could have been portrayed by the dad and the, the rest just kind of bought into it. So yeah, that's a possibility. I don't, and without, without seeing more of the race and well, and, and the whole thing is that they, they look down upon the, the physical aspects of things. Right. You know, the, it's looked down upon to be part of the military and part of the fleet and all that. So which is kind of interesting. You're like, well, if you're all that smart, then who the hell protects your planet from someone that just come in and kick your ass? You know, you, you would think that, yeah, you, you could have smart, but you, you still need some people to do this. So it, <clears throat> they're doing it, you know, without putting too much depth into everything, which is OK. You know, they do that. They do that in some of the other ones. Matter of fact, I mean, if you think about, you look at Discovery, right? You know, they have a ton of different uh, races, you know, uh, aliens and things like that. And they don't deal and touch on hardly any of them other than, you know, like one or two that are main characters, essentially. So, you know, you have the kind of the same thing going on with on Orville. They... I, often I see the races. What was that Disney animated movie with, that uh, goes into all the different emotions and has different characters that portray Inside Out? Inside Out, yeah. Um, and it, I, I'm bringing that up just because what I find in these sort of Star Trek, Orville uh, races, when they create races, they typically draw from the human you know, right. element and then project that on that in a more extreme fashion and make the entire race that. Um, I... Which, I agree. And, it, and it, then you don't get as much diversity in the race itself when they're just kind of focusing on one a aspect. And and um, I'm not Were sure how much I like that or not. Um, yeah, I mean, but I think 
Yeah, I understand, but it's one of those things is you would have to you would have to spend so much time educating every. I mean, it's almost like you would have. It, it's hard to do a show and say everybody knows just everything about these guys, you know, and and so they can only do so much. And well, and it really yeah. it probably exemplifies you know it exemplifies that that these shows are are often metaphorical. You know, they they they're drawing True. comparisons to humanity. And in in space, you know, so that's that's all. Well, and that's also what we know, and that's that's ground zero essentially. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's you know they're they're trying to trying to. I mean, I thought they've done pretty good with Orville when they've. I mean, they've added in so they've added in a lot of alien characters that are not just side characters. I mean, you think of Yafit, and you know, oh, and compared to more, what, what's the new character? Dan. I can't. What Dan? Dan? No, the new one with the elephant nose that goes into his belly. So yeah, that uh, that Kronk. is oh, where's his Kronk? Yeah, it is. It's Patrick uh, Warburton. Uh, it's Lieutenant uh, Thierre Thrall. Thrall. Lieutenant Thrall. Yeah, that was oh my god. So when when he came, I knew he came on there, and and so I I love him as a character. He cracks me up. He's he, I just love his voice, and I mean it always goes back to Putty. Right from Seinfeld, um, he was uh, Tick. He was the original Tick. Um, he also did uh, what was uh, Rules of Engagement. He was in that, and and I, I love his character. He just he's just one of those guys that like I could watch him in anything, and he makes me laugh. Um, so yeah, this character was he's got the the extra esophagus. <laughs> so yeah, he uh, uh, yeah, he's a good character. I mean, but yeah, they, they throw in these other aliens and you got that and you got, um, you know, you got Yafit, who's the, the gelatinous, you know, you've got uh, Bordis, right? And then let's see, I'm trying to think, Alara. There, I mean, there's plenty of even, them. Even other... Isaac. Uh... Yeah. Yeah, Isaac to me is like the data replacement. You know, it, it's kind of been done before, but it's it's a take on it. I, I like it. It kind of also reminds me of uh, Twiggy from uh, the old school Bar- Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> be, like, be, be, be. Back, yeah, just because he's so plain with the you know the the face, he just reminds me of Twiggy a little bit. I don't know why. It just I always think of that. that um, but name, I mean, Twiggy? they Twiggy was the the metal robot um, in Bar- Battlestar Galactica. Way like. Pretty sure it's Twiggy. I'm thinking of Buck Rogers. The the the. Oh, maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was Buck Rogers. Okay. But anyways, so yeah, it just. But I mean, they have a lot of characters that they they give lines instead of where a lot of like. I mean, I just finished the second season of Discovery, and they 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 have aliens in there that they show occasionally, but they just walk. They don't have lines, you know. All the main characters, for the most part, except for the the second officer in that one, are human, right? For the most part, except for the occasional Klingon. And the, but here they they have a lot of diversity, essentially, in in a lot of lines for for the aliens, which I think is is really cool. I mean, like you know, you go back to the Bordas episode, the the last one, the guy he gets the um, the the chip from is a big old huge dinosaur looking thing and you know he has lines and then you got the bartender you know all you know and then the, the waiter and all these other characters in there that are all different you know so i th- I, I think they do a better job in adding more mm-hmm. at least a little bit of depth to them and then we got dan i mean come on we got dan <laughs> 
uh yeah so this was a this was a really cool episode <laughs> yeah um so this one um this one's a really kind of emotional one too because you know you get in and, and Laura she's dealing a lot with her dad's I, I don't know if it, you'd call it disappointment or letdown or whatever it is they kind of treat her really really lowbrow essentially um and then uh you know then they these neighbors come in and basically it's a it's a disgruntled father of someone that his he had uh a kid had commit or not a kid but a, his son had committed suicide because something the father had said to him in a paper or about a paper he wrote and so they're at the point where it's like they're under under the gun by this guy and he's like getting ready to kill him kind of thing and the Laura saves the day and all this it's it's kind of cool i mean the way it all happens um i thought i thought it was really interesting i i enjoy and i think the whole thing had a good flow to it it was it was interesting the whole way through i thought they did some really cool stuff um how how uh i mean mercer tried to go help although i did have a problem with this one so they send the shuttle down to the their planet, right? It needs the um, gravity. Uh, I can't remember what they called it. Gravity force field to protect them from the. And so they have a suit where he can walk out there. Why would they only have one suit? <laughs> Two guys in a shuttle. Why would they send only one suit? They knew what they needed. Why would they only send two guys with one suit? You know, it just it, that to me didn't make sense. But I mean, it played into the story of the dad having to basically save Mercer and stuff like that. So, uh, it just that was that was the military guy me and going, what the, you would never go down there without a backup suit. You you would have four suits on that because you would have your first suit, you'd have a backup suit, and the other guy on the shuttle with you would have a suit and a backup suit. You might even have a third suit just in case the other two didn't work. I mean, it that's I don't know. Anyhow. Um, some of the, the the things I learned from this is um, I started trying to figure, or I don't know, we haven't got there yet, but um, I don't know. Do you, you have anything to say yet? I, I don't want to boil something yet. Just go ahead. No, you go ahead. I, I, my okay, take well, on, on this episode was I, I thought it started strong. I thought it got a little. Uh, so this all came down. To, okay. This all came down to basically Alara left the show, right? Um, she basically resigns her post, even though they figure out a way for her to uh, regravitate herself in her in her room or in the the simulation room and all that. But she decides to um, to leave Orville anyways, resign her position. And so I was trying to figure out why why <laughs> why they wrote her character off and and. So they never said anything, the, the production crew, the, the writers, none of them came out and said why specifically they wrote her character off. Other than um, apparently she was starting to work on another show, um, which she is currently on. Oh God, I, I forgot. I remember. It's a uh, it's the one with the serial killer. Apparently, she's I looked it up too and saw it, but I didn't write it down, so. Yeah. Anyways, so one of the things I did learn though is the the actress that's playing Alara, right, um, is dating Seth MacFarlane. So, really? yeah, <laughs> that's that was kind of my reaction. I'm like, what? Um, that's that's yeah. interesting because they even talk about that with Kelly saying, you know, you're my first, I'm your first officer. It, it wouldn't be appropriate. So, <laughs> so there's some. Uh, 
a little bit of a, a I'm wondering if thing that, going on behind the scenes. Yeah, so the, uh, it's, the actress is Halston Sage is uh, the name of uh, the actress that plays uh, um, Lieutenant um, Yara. And she is now currently in Prodigal Son. Uh, but I'm wondering if they just decided that, hey, maybe we shouldn't work together and, and wrote her off. Now, they didn't write her off to the point where she can't come back. It's not like they killed her, right? Where they do that to when people screw up and, you know, or do something and get whatever. So I'm one, I'm curious if that was the reason, but they've never come out and said exactly why. Um, and she actually does come back in, in uh, one more episode in this season, maybe one or two towards the end. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was interesting. I was like, um, but it might also have been because she did start working on that prodigal son. So that might be part of it. Um, I just, but I did, I picked that up today and I was like, oh, well, damn, that's interesting. So that was, that was kind of a, a weird, a weird thing to come up with. Yeah. I guess um, they teased that she might have uh, an appearance in season three. They say we'd love her character and we love her. And so if there's an opportunity to bring her back story-wise, I think she would be open to it and we would love to have I, her back. So I think the fans all love her too. And I think that's why, I mean, I think they did it the way they did it. You know, we don't know exactly why. So a couple of interesting things. Um, so the house that uh, Lieutenant um, Catan's parents, this is the same filming location they used for Johnny Rico's parents in uh, the movie Starship Troopers. I don't know if you ever saw that. I thought that was kind of cool. Like, you know, when they fly into her house and they show her house and then they kind of inside it's, it's an actual house and and they use that same house in star, star troop, star, starship troopers. God damn. Really? Tequila. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was, well, and it's funny cause I looked at it. I'm like, man, I've seen this house before and, but I didn't pick it up until I started reading some of the stuff. Um, I thought that was kind of cool. Now, the reason, um, I was I was so curious as to why she might have left was um, her performance at the very end when she's saying her goodbyes. Um, you know, I know I know actors know how to cry on and they 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 do the the put the drops in their eyes and stuff, but something about her performance looked so fucking real that I was like, man, there's there's something else going on, and I have a feeling that it was it was emotional when they filmed that i bet it, like, that that scene still bugged me it just seemed like it seemed like <laughs> it was just going through the oh got to hug you oh got to hug you it, it, it well i that's uh, what made uh, me think there was something going on like they they like they started the season and like oh hey this is and then all of a sudden they're like um yeah after episode 3 i i can't be here anymore so they're like oh okay we got to write you out of this and that's how it was and and it was kind of like almost like them going through it like like a cast would you know like oh uh, you know it, it's just one that's what it felt like to me mm-hmm. at the end there it was like oh my god a good friend has to <laughs> your best friend at school is moving away in the middle of the school year and you're like oh fuck this is my last week and that friday you're like oh I'm, I'm leaving tomorrow morning and and that's that that goodbye that's what i felt and that's how doesn't, it felt to me doesn't uh the one who plays gordon and and kelly don't aren't they dating as well or Oh, you know, I don't know that. I didn't know that. That would be interesting. I'll, I need to look that up. I think so. I, ha- I hadn't looked at that. I know her from, um, she was uh, on um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I always liked her. But I haven't looked that deep into to some of the stuff. I should. That was actually one of my goals is like, I need to know more of this deeper stuff so I can give people better knowledge. 
on what's what's going on in these, but that's one thing I haven't looked at. Um, what was the other one I was coming up with? Oh, I love the the end where she uh, she's in talking to Mercer and she's uh, given her resignation and she gives him the package. And uh, so after everything's done, he opens it up and it's the jar of pickles. Um, that I thought was so cool just because I, I picked it up right away as soon as it, you know, um, I just thought that was that was awesome, you know, because he's always asked her to open this jar of pickles. Um, I thought that was kind of a cool right. touch to it. Yeah, uh, I just looked it up. So Gordon or Scott, Scott Grimes, who plays Gordon, is actually married to to uh, oh, really? Maliki, the, the one who plays Kelly Grayson. Interesting. So they, they started dating on season one and. Uh, oh, maybe that. Man, cool. Well, good for them. We'll see how let's see what happens in uh, uh, season three then, because uh, that's still supposed to be coming. I, I looked that up today and uh, oh, season crap. three. I'm sorry. I, I... <laughs> the wedding ceremony occurred in May 2019. Paliki filed for divorce from Grimes in July of 2019, but withdrew her petition in November. So it's, it's been rocky. <laughs> wait, wait. They got married in May. She oh, wanted a divorce in July. Uh. Within three months, yeah. It might with four months, three months, four months. But withdrew her petition in November, so I guess they worked it out for now. Yeah, um, that's <laughs> now I want to know more. Like I want to know why. What happened? Like how do you fuck up a marriage in four months? Oh, I mean, but you know what? If you think about it, that shit happens all the time with actors. Those people go in and out of relationships like it ain't. I mean, well, and they hadn't been dating that long either. If you think about it, like a year, maybe. Although yeah. I got, I got married pretty quick. So <laughs> yeah, but I made it past four months before she wanted to divorce. Right. I made it past four months before you wanted to divorce <laughs> me. Right. She said, yes. <laughs> yeah. We actually just made 26 years. Congratulations. I know. Is that crazy? Secret 26 years, right? Yeah, yeah, our secret <laughs> wedding was 26 years. We got married 26 years ago, um, and we've only been had a wedding for 25 years. So, <laughs> or wait, no. Yeah, I said it right. Okay. I, I had to make sure I, I can't always count right. And we're right but, in between uh, yeah. you guys, right? Because we've got our 26th anniversary coming up. Yeah. Next August. But you only did one. Yeah, we, we, yeah, did we only two. did one. Yeah, no, we, uh, well, I was in the military and you get more money when you're married. So we, we did that. And it so romantic. It was, it was fun. <laughs> we went to Reno and everything. It was great. They didn't have an Elvis. That was the only thing, you know, didn't get married with Elvis. Actually, a cool thing is uh, the day we got married, we were walking around um, Reno um, and they had one of those little big slot machines on the side of the, you know, in front of a casino and you get a pool and, and do the thing. And so uh, we won a 10-ounce bar of silver, right? So they actually gave us this 10-ounce bar of silver. I think at the time it was worth maybe 40, 50 bucks. Now it's probably worth like 80 or 90 bucks. But I still have that bar of silver. And one of these days I want to like make something out of it. I was like, I want to take this and get it like melted down and make like rings or some kind of crazy thing out of it. But I, I, it's like I still have that damn bar of silver that we got on our like – as a walk around prize on a, <laughs> a Reno. It's kind of cool. I see it. Every, it's just sitting in my garage. 
I see it every time I go in there to to do stuff. And I'm like, oh yeah, there's that bar of silver. I should do something with that. <laughs> Anyways. All right. So yeah. So to me, this this was a really, really cool episode. Um, I thought the acting at the end, like I said, I, I think it was more than just acting. I think they really the 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 personality in it, and I think was genuine, genuine when she was, you know, she was tearing up and you could see it in her face and stuff like that. And then, then you find out later that they're dating and stuff and you're like, Oh fuck. I wonder if that had anything. There's just, there's so many crazy things with it, but all in all too, not just that part of it is very emotional because she, you know, she's no longer going to be there, but it was a good episode to deal with. They dealt with, um, I'm trying to think of the words, uh, the mental issue or, uh, I don't want to say handicap because, you know, but it, you know, there basically it was that part of it where, you know, her dad was saying, you know, we know you, you need help in school and things like that. <clears throat> and then that, <clears throat> how does father- Ali Sheedy put it? My home life is unsatisfying. <laughs> right. <Brooks> Club. <laughs> well, she, yeah, exactly. But she, I mean, well, that was the whole thing. She left because she, she didn't feel right at home um, because of the way her parents treated her mostly her father and they dealt a lot with that that father daughter you know him not seeing her as becoming everything she could and her never feeling like she could live up to his estimates and stuff like that so i don't know yeah. maybe it wasn't a nurturing relationship um mm. not at all matter matter of fact you can really feel it too and um they did a good job with acting that too um I don't know if it's because I have daughters and that hit home, you know, a little bit of that. Oh, fuck. Am I being a good dad or, you know, and then they come out of the room and you throw a sock at them and tell them to get back in their room. (laughs) No, I, (laughs) I don't do that. Yeah, I do do that. But, um, no, I, I, I was just, I'm wondering if that's why it felt, you know, I, I don't know that I just, this episode to me was so, encompassing and emotional and, and everything about it. And I, I'm not sure exactly why, but I really, really liked it. Uh, Rob, Robert Picardo, uh, the father, he had a quite a, an emotional um, reaction because he actually, she, she challenges him to go save Ed Mercer who's right. sitting out there at the end, you know, his suit has got two minutes left before he's going to get crushed by the gravity. Um, and uh, she says, you got to go do that because I got this to deal with. And, and right. he has to overcome his own fears and deal with that. And which, which that becomes rather cathartic for him. He, he's able to, to finally, you know, get more in touch with, Hey, you know, he has, he has screwed up. He's not there and he has to kind of be forced to do yeah. it. But, and then he does end up saving Mercer's life. He gets, Oh man, that was well, kind they of brutal. Have... They crushed oh, his legs. Leg. I was like, Oh wait, but I had a, so <laughs> there was a, I don't know. This I'm diving too much into the science. It's like, why would it open up just at the bone in the middle of the shin and not crush the whole foot? Because they showed her like, like realistically, if the, if if it would have failed, I guess it just failed at one point. It's just one of those. You I know, know they had to make, they had to add drama into it. So they, yeah, it looked like it I, used different technology than because the ship used a force field, whereas right. the, the 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 suit looked more like an underwater pressure suit, you know. Right. Um, so I don't know. They didn't go into explaining, and that was I was like, "That's me, though." The the engineer and me going, "Hey, that doesn't make sense. You how you that would have crushed his whole fucking foot. Why did his whole foot get crushed?" And 
you know, and they could have done that because, I mean, they just go back up there and zap it with a laser and it come, you know, floats back up. They could have stuck a bike pump on it and pumped it back up. You know, they could have done all kinds of stuff. So I, <laughs> that's me pointing out. Well, which is funny. I read something, too. is like uh, someone was pointing out. I was like, well, if you can make the, the force shield for the gravity to get to their planet, why can't you just change the gravity on the ship that you're in to make it so she doesn't have. And you're like, well, yeah, that makes sense. Well. But then they wouldn't have had the emotional moment with her dad and which, you know, was the huge was the payoff of this episode was the the final the dad breaking down and like, yeah, I fucked up. I was a bad dad. And, uh, you know, as a dad, you know, I, I know I've done some dumb things before and, and sat back and went like, fuck, I, I was a bad dad on that one. Um, so I think that, you know, paid off in that in that aspect of the show. Uh, so I. I I, I liked what they did with this. This one had a lot of that really cool part of that stuff. So I don't know. I, I know this this season gets so much better too. And and I think we haven't seen it yet, but I think the production value goes up in these, in some of these next episodes. Um, I know towards the end, like the last four or five episodes, they get to the point where that's it. The production value has gone up significantly. Um, from where it was before, um, a lot more, you know, CGI budget and, you know, um, some of the stuff they do is, like I said, there's an episode in here that to me is, is on par with the movies. And so <laughs> I, when we get to it, you're going to see me geek out beyond belief on that. <laughs> Good. But yeah, I'm still enjoying this. I'm, I'm super ready for season three. Um, matter of fact, they talk about, there's there's a, a double episode here at the end, um, which is really, really good. And uh, what I read about season three is that uh, Seth MacFarlane really wants to try and make the rest of season three on par with that level. Like they really want to push the envelope and say, hey, we're going to make all of these really, really in-depth and good. Um, so much so that um, they're coming out on Hulu and they've added, uh, I think it's 13 to 15 minutes per episode. So right now, I think they're like a 45-minute episode, you know, because they have the the shorter episodes. They're 43 because of commercials and stuff like that. I think it goes to a full 60-minute episode because they set it up as a non-commercial um, type show uh, on Hulu rather than set up for Fox. I'm watching it on Hulu, so you're saying I'm getting more content? Uh, no. So Hulu uh, is playing it, but it was originally aired on Fox on regular cable tape, you know, cable network TV. Oh, I can say that, can I? Um, but what's going to happen is, is they're going to it's it's now a Hulu show, not a network show. So Hulu is making it more like a um, season three is more like a Hulu original where it's going to be. 60 minutes so it's not set up for network tv where it doesn't have the commercial breaks you know yeah it's interesting because you can always tell when you're watching something where a television format where you know you you see a scene and it it like you get that climax of the scene where it pans to something and then it fades out and then it fades in and you're right back where you were uh, and you say oh that was a commercial break yeah yeah, so the uh, season one and season two are are set up for that because they originally were on Fox. It was okay. a network show, and now season three is going to be Hulu only, um, or Hulu Hulu specific. So um, what I read is it's like a thirteen to fifteen minute um, content ad. So they're going to be longer episodes, so they can add more to it. I mean, 
if you think about what they were able to do in 30 in you know 43 45 minutes before you add a whole nother uh essentially like third of that what they already were able to do how much more story they can add to that i mean that's that's really cool especially if you do like a, a double episode like they do with one of the ones in season two you're gonna get uh, a movie length type story i mean they can do some incredible stuff especially with the way they've written this well, and also they don't have to edit it to the exact commercial length uh, to fit right. into to you know they're probably they always probably have to hit that exact 43 44 minute mark when they're doing um, doing it for television but now you know if they right. if the episode goes 50 minutes or or if it goes 35 minutes and it, and it flows the best they can, they can get away with that without having to uh, to tweak it you know because right. that yeah. pacing so yeah, I mean, Orville definitely season two is is started off with a with a fucking uh, you know straight out the box. It's it's as good as it was. Now I I, I would say that the first two episodes um, aren't the upper tier. Like I mean, they wouldn't even compete with some of the first season you know upper tier shows. But I think the third episode is definitely one of the higher to me more entertaining. Um, definitely better content. Um, and I think it actually builds from there. You're going to get some really good stuff coming up. And so uh, there's also more episodes in this one. Um, last season, there was 20 or not 20, 12. This one, I think, has 14 episodes. Okay. Yeah, 14 episodes. So it's two more than the first season. So pretty good stuff, though. Um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm... I found the episode one was my favorite of these three. Um, really? I, and I it wasn't so much be, I, just to me. It had a had a good feel. I liked the tone it set going into season two. Um, season th- or episode three was was good, but I didn't think it was solid. I thought it was a little uh, um, left a little le- left me wanting a little bit. I was a little annoyed when when Alara was just sitting there not doing anything at the you know at the onset, and, and all these horrible things were happening, and she was just staring, maybe waiting for something to happen, and it seemed like. She was saved by, you know, Ed showing up in his spaceship, which was just good luck. Well, that is, well, part of that is though she technically was in a wheelchair at that point. She couldn't, she couldn't move. She couldn't react. So she had to deal with that part of it. As like, I mean, I understand true, this too. But, because, but how did they solve that? She just suddenly, finally, when the time was, you know, I mean, well, that's why that's why her dad had to go out and say, save Mercer. She's like, my legs are about to collapse. I I don't have yeah. I don't have the energy and the the power to do all this. And also, when she's fighting that guy, she's struggling to do it. I mean, she ends up doing it, but it's it. That was the whole point is she had to sit there and watch that because she had got to the point where she couldn't really, you know, walk. It's I mean, if you look up to that point, she's in a, a wheelchair essentially. Another thing I found. You know, she's she always has has uh, strength. That's been her her, her that's been her strength. Um, right. But in this one, they really try to draw out the fact that she's more than just someone that's strong. That's why they want to keep her on the ship, because she's proven herself and, and how she can handle herself in situations. But it seemed mm-hmm. that that was what she finally uh, had to resort to was her strength, her ability her strength. to fight. And I was hoping it was she would not her strength her ability to fight. Well, I was hoping it would be a little bit more, uh, she'd have to use her wits a little bit more. And I didn't think that well, she kind of does. She kind of does. And well, I mean, you get a little bit of that when, um, 
if you notice when they talk about, oh, there's a light on over there. And she right away is like, well, what's going on with that? She, you know, she shows that she has yeah. that mentality for that security officer mentality and like, oh, wait. And then as things are going, you can see her piecing things together. She, like she never bought completely in. And I, I think that was where, you know, her mental side of it came in. And so and then in the in the struggle, it wasn't she didn't overpower the guy. She jujitsu him, right? She uh she got a fucking rolling leg lock arm bar kind of thing on the dude. And so it really isn't an overpowering, it's an overskilling kind of thing. So I thought that was that to me showed that it wasn't, you know, the the muscle, it was the mind. No having the skill to do that. I thought it was really effective though when she, you know, basically took on the parental role and told her dad to go go oh, help. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You go out there. Yeah, I don't I yeah, to me, that was a little bit, too, where the dad was, like, whining and, like, oh, I can't. Like, dude, all you got to do is jump down there and go pull him out. It's not even like you got to fight the dude. I, I To me, that was – I lost a lot of respect for the father in that. Not because he was a bad dad, but it's like, dude, just, just do it. Like, you were ready to do some of this other stuff, but, yeah, all you got to do is jump down and pull a guy over. It wasn't that hard. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, he was dealing with a burnt hand, which, you know, that oh, that was oh, that was hard. When he stuck his hand in that boiling stuff. Oh, that was rough. So it's funny, my daughter was sitting next to me when we were talking when we were watching it, and she goes, You know the worst part is is now he's never gonna be able to eat that without thinking about that. It's like, what? It's like, yeah, he's never gonna be able to have that meal again without thinking about burning his hand. I was like, like, you know this is a show, right? So we're, I was laughing about that. But then I started thinking about it. I was like, yeah, I'd never be able to have spaghetti again. <laughs> so, yeah, it is good stuff, though. Yeah, I never did get to talk about my other drink. Um, I realized that as I finished it. So uh, it. I had my I had my tequila shot uh, for Alara. Basically, you know, I really wanted to show respect to her for that last show. Um, no, I found this really cool uh, 12 pack. Um, just cause I, I look at beers now, whenever I go out, it's just, I was at a uh, whole foods and, uh, there's a Firestone, um, Walker is the, the brewing company. And I've, I've seen their beers around a couple different times. They have this, it's called mind haze. I've seen it as Safeway. I'm like, they're always like stacks of them. I'm like, ah, man, they're really trying to sell that. I wonder if it's any good. Well, I was in there and they had a four pack of like four, four different, um, beers from this company, this Firestone. And they're all hazy. They're all like citrus. They're all uh, like different ones. And so I'm drinking the Firestone Flyjack just because to me it sounded kind of like a piloty type thing. And, you know, the, the Orville being a, a ship and all that. I was like, oh, I'll have that. So it's the Firestone Flyjack. It's a hazy India, uh, India Pale Ale. Um, really good, actually. It's, it's a nice citrus, uh, citrus flavor. They call it a, a crisp hazy which I, I thought was kind of interesting. And um, it did, it did like where a lot of the other hazies kind of have that mellower, um, sweeter kind of like um, tone to it. This one had more of the um, the crispness, crispness that you get out of like a, um, <clears throat> like a, like a Budweiser light, you know, like I've had the, like the Bud Light limes. I really like those, you know, they're nice, just kind of good hot weather summer beer. It kind of had more of a, like a, a deeper flavor, but in that kind of genre where this would be like a good, uh, a good 
pale ale that you could have uh, during a, a hot summer day. So, but yeah, it's a fly jack uh, pale ale. Easy, easy pale ale. Really like it. Nice. But yeah, it was kind of cool finding a, a, a 12 pack of three to, or four different flavors that I could try out um, instead of having to buy, you know, the full full 12 back to try them out. And they all look really good. This is the third of the the, the four that I've tried and I've, I've liked them all pretty good. They're, they're a little hoppier than I normally would go for, but they're right on that, that cusp, like a little less hop. I'd probably really, really like it, but it's not so hoppy that I don't like it and I won't enjoy it. So good stuff. All right. Yeah. That's about it for me. Other, other than, uh, my, I, I finished up the Ragnarok series. Um, it's, it's only six episodes, which was kind of interesting, but, uh, that was that, um, foreign foreign ragnarok uh, show really kind of cool it, it not a lot of not a lot of fighting and stuff like that more uh like a drama intrigue type thing and ends with a pretty good thing but it looks like there's gonna be a season two so we'll see how that goes um but then i was like oh what else, what else can i watch so i i watched um the episode one and two of altered carbon i don't know if you've okay. seen that uh i haven't seen interesting uh, it's very it's a very sci-fi based um movie apparently like it's gotten to the point where they can take your mind and memory and put you in a new they call it a skin um i think they, or a sleeve and it's basically a whole new body kind of like the matrix where they could just download you into a body um but it's legit apparently mostly just rich people can do it but there was a murder and so this guy who's who's this military guy got basically brought back and put into the sleeve to kind of investigate why this other murder happened and stuff like that so really on the high 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 sci-fi tip um the other cool part about this or i think it's cool but very much into showing nipples <laughs> all the stuff with women is very sheer and see-throughy like, so if, if you, <laughs> it's very sexual and that, that interest is like, they, they show a lot of nipples. They show a lot of this, the guy is just ripped too. I mean, his, the body, the, the guy, they put the main guy in the body he has is like, like eye candy for most women face. I'm not so sure, but from the neck down, the dude is probably, you know, a, a 10 for sure. And so they, they show a lot of him too. So it's, it's kind of got a lot of that sci-fi sexual, you know, kind of going on but it's interesting so started watching that we'll see how it goes did i talk about upload uh we have talked about that once before i thought okay. when we watched uh, when we ta uh, talked about guns akimbo we talked about upload a little bit okay well that was that was released just just a few oh, weeks right. ago. No, yeah no we didn't we uh i think we talked about it without uh being on the podcast okay I watched every episode of that. That was, it was pretty good. The tone's a little, it tries to strike a comic tone uh, that sometimes works, sometimes doesn't. But overall, I thought it was, it was pretty good. Nice. Yeah, I've seen, a matter of fact, yeah, that's that new one. It's on Amazon, correct? Or is it Netflix? It's uh, one of those two. Crap, no, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's Amazon. I think it's Amazon because uh, I, I do remember seeing that. Yeah, because I was, it starts like I keep every time I turn it on, they show the the commercial for it or the trailer for it where they're rolling the guy off to get uploaded. So, yeah, I think I have seen a little bit of the trailer, but I haven't watched any of that. But yeah, that looks kind of cool. It's similar to The Good Place, if you've seen that. And um, and I guess it was created by the same one who did 
Park and Recs and The Office oh, okay. or something like that. Well, those are, yeah, those are definitely comedies. So if it's in that comedy range, yeah, maybe it could be good. Those, I mean, those all stand on their own as far as decent shows. So interesting. You'll have to check it out. Well, cool. I think that's probably it for this episode. Yep. Um, we've covered the first three. Uh, I'm not sure what we're going to do next. We're, we have to talk about that offline, um, but we'll find something good and interesting to talk about, I'm sure. And then uh, if nothing else, we still got more Orville to watch. Um, hopefully everybody else is watching that too, because I think uh, it deserves it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. All right. Well, that's it for us tonight. Uh, you want to give them the, the how to reach us? You can find us at hwsi.podbean.com, and that would be uh, where we, you can find all our streams, or you can also find us on uh, Apple Apple Podcast, I guess, and I don't know if we're uh, available on any of the other streaming. Uh, well, Podbean itself is a, it has its own app, um, which you can actually join and follow us there. It's it's a whole, it's, it's available on both um, ISO and Apple, so um, that one's kind of cool because it it's cross, crosses the two where Apple Podcasts is only on Apple. Matter of fact, we just got another follower on that, so that's kind of cool. If you, if you do follow us on Podbean, make sure you follow us um, <laughs> or, or watch us or listen to us on Podbean. Make sure you follow us. Um, I got one of our, our my friends, Gunner. I, I, I had to send him a message just to make sure he, he listened to it because I mentioned him, and he listened to it and followed us. And So uh, if that's what I got to do, I'll start mentioning everybody by name, but don't make <laughs> me do it. Don't make me do it. Yeah, so definitely follow us on Podbean um, or uh, on uh, subscribe on um, Apple Podcasts. Also, uh, rate and review would be great. Uh, we also have an email. Still, I checked it today. Still no emails. <laughs> um, but that's at uh, the.podbean or no, the.hwsi.podcast at gmail.com. God, I screwed that up, didn't I? I that was horrible. Um, I'll send it out so everybody can see it. And we're also our Facebook group. So join that. Um, I, I definitely send out our, our updates on that and I'll ask some questions and you can always get a hold of us there. All right. Anything else, Steve? Nope. I'm going on vacation right. tomorrow. So, so I'll be back on, uh, Tuesday. All righty then. All right. Well, that's it for us. That's how, uh, how he sees it. And that's, uh, me, Noah and my main man, Steve. Hey, bye, Steve. Say goodnight, Steve. <laughs> Say goodnight, Steve. Good night, Steve. All right, we'll see you guys. Thank you.